Hello, and welcome to Good Film Hunting, the podcast where two sisters living in different parts of the country talk about favorite childhood movies, favorite movies from today, um, and today we have a very special guest. So we have Eleanor, of course, in California, and I'm Anne in Chicago, and then our special guest today is Kelly Dunaway Anstett, a very good child fr childhood friend of ours who is currently living in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So, Kelly, do you want to... Um, introduce yourself a little bit sure thanks for having me you guys um so yeah i am kelly anstead and me and eleanor are really good friends of ours from forever we have literally known each other <laughs> <laughs> my name is Patsy's very first friends um but i grew up in chicago area and now i live in green bay wisconsin um with my husband, John, and my son, Noah. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I also babysit a friend's um, baby during the week. And on the side, I love to bake, I love graphic design, and I even haunting logo for Yes! <laughs> so thank you for asking me to do that. Oh, it's um, the best, I love it. <laughs> thank you for doing it, it's the dream. <laughs> Glad you guys like it. Hashtag the dream. Um, <laughs> uh, I also love crafting, and we recently purchased a new home, and so we've just been busy remodeling it, updating it, and um, so I started a Instagram account too to. Um, document it as we go through the whole process, which does take some long, a long amount of time. <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, I've lived in my apartment for over a year and a half at this point, and my roommate, as my witness, it looks as if we might have moved in two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way. I've had stuff to hang up in Noah's room for, like, months, and it just hasn't happened yet. And <laughs> That's so like funny. Happens, so. Yeah, I've lived in my apartment for, like, a year and a half now, too, and I have one picture up on my wall in my bedroom, and it's of my goddaughter, Kate. Just just one. Just her. So she's the only one who made it. But um, maybe, maybe I'll put some up soon. Okay. Let's jump in. So we start our podcast by talking about something from this week from pop culture that made us happy. Um, so who would like to start? Uh, I go ahead, Elder. <laughs> okay. So I one of the perks about living in Los Angeles is that work for one of the major guilds or unions, so like producers guild or writers guild. At award season, they'll send you screeners of all of the movies that are nominated so that you can vote on them in the convenience of your home. So what's nice is that it's you almost know, you will always know someone who is in one of these guilds, so you have access to movies. Like, I missed seeing a couple movies in theaters, free DVDs from friends. Great. So then I started watching Fences, and I haven't finished it, but it's, again, making me really upset that Denzel did not win Best Actor. But it's just, like, the performances are so strong. It's been a while since I've read an August Wilson play, 
I was like, wow, this is so good. I want to now watch his plays more with. So that was like my pop culture moment. Whoa, that was a big one. I feel like you sound very educated. I don't even know who that playwright is, so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to educate yourself, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kelly, do you have something? Um, well, I was thinking I would share my favorite song and book of the week. Yes, yeah. please do. All right, my favorite song is the Shape Song, and... Can you sing it for us? <laughs> I sing it all day, every day, I swear. <laughs> it just goes, I'm a circle, I'm a circle, I go round and round and round. And it pretty much is like that for every single shape. And <laughs> actually, not, not like every song. <laughs> <laughs> lies the problem. No, it just comes up to me and starts dancing, and that means it's your, that's your cue to start singing, Mom. <laughs> that's so, so cute. Yeah. But no, really around this time in March, I really, really, really like to listen to Mumford & Sons because it feels St. Patrick's Day like. <laughs> You're so cute. Um, so I just like go through phases of my music throughout the year, and so March is always Mumford. That is so funny. So mine is also music related. Um, so Ed Sheeran, like his new album dropped on Spotify last Friday. And I like didn't really listen to it very much when I first came out. But my roommate Mo, uh, who you guys both know, is like obsessed with it. And so played it all the time. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'll like give it a shot. I'll like listen to the whole CD. So... Um, I listen to it while at school, and there's this song on it called Bibia Bia. I don't know. I'm not saying that correct. But it's actually, like, a Ghanaian tune, and, like, the, the refrain is Ghanaian. And it is just so fun. It is such a fun tune, and it makes me want to dance. So that's my career. I was listening to it before in my kitchen. <laughs> well, maybe one of the songs. I, to be honest, have not heard any of Ed Sheeran's new song other than that one. Shape of You? It's like, like supposed to be like a sexy dance song or something. I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah. And it doesn't do it for me, if I'm totally honest. But you do you. That's the worst song on the album. Like, hands down. You need to listen to it. I'll send you my favorites. How about that? Perfect. Perfect. Um, okay, so today we get to talk about a lovely film from our childhood, which is very recently, or very soon, um, going to be turned into a Broadway musical, but it's yeah. going to start, like, next month. Um, we are talking about a movie that we watched with Kelly so many times, Anastasia, <laughs> so it is actually not a Disney film. Uh, I, thank you, I was going to say that. Yes! I... <laughs> Wait, Eleanor, do you know what production company it was? Uh, no. Not off the top of my head. Or 20th Century Fox. Was it? 20th Century It would be 20th Century because it was not 21st Century. Oh. <laughs> right? Isn't it? Not I thought it was. Yeah, no, it did switch. It did switch. I remember because that was something that, like, deeply concerned me in the late 90s. It's like, <laughs> I, like, remember asking my mom if he was like, 
very concerned. But it's like, okay, so it's a John Bluth film. Um, so, yeah, now John Bluth. We've done several of his. I don't know who that is. He did stuff. He did like Troll in Central Park. Yeah. He did. All oh, that's the- another one I watched that year. Hunting Kids had the best movies ever. <laughs> it's also. He did like, before time, uh, American Tale. Okay, so lots of good ones. I mean, it's kind of funny to me that we watched a Troll in Central Park. We'll have to talk about that at a different point. But it, like, that is a truly terrifying movie. Um, just. Yeah, yeah, with Gnorga, the queen of mean. (laughs) (laughs) And the green thumb and the purple thumbs, like, all the thumbs, even before Facebook. I'll have to watch this again. (laughs) Okay, so, what? Traumatized. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I just keep talking over people. (laughs) No, the (laughs) We're so good at this. No, okay. Can somebody um give a synopsis of Anastasia for any crazy people out there who haven't seen it? Sure, I will. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of based on true events, somewhat. Um, but it's about the Romanov family and um getting. Um, they're having like a big ball celebrating some anniversary of their rule and um, it gets disrupted by Rasputin um, who wanted to put an end to it and it's actually what sparks the Russian revolution (laughs) and according to this film um, but then during their escape we all know that the Romanovs did not survive, but during Anastasia's escape, um, fall and um, ends up being separated from her family, and she loses her memory. Um, and it years later, and she thinks that her name is Anya, and she's she's probably like eighteen now or whatever, and she's on the just searching for her family now. And meanwhile, there's a rumor around St. Petersburg that the Prince Anastasia might still be alive and that her grandma her an offering a reward. And um, so there's a couple of con men, Dmitri and Vladimir, who girl to impersonate her and get the money. And so they come across Anya and plan on passing her off as Anastasia and training her, but they don't realize that she actually is Anastasia. You've just, yeah, that's a great synopsis. <laughs> and it made me, like, literally in my brain, Kelly, when you said there's a rumor in St. Petersburg, I was like, have you heard there's a rumor in St. Petersburg? Have you heard? Um, yeah. Music ever. It's it so is, that good. That is so good. Yeah. and on this journey to the past and even oh closing credits on um stuck it wait when they're like and life, life is, is a road, road and i want to keep going love is a river i want to keep flowing oh yes life <laughs> is a road i want to be but life is a river i want to keep flowing. <laughs> uh, yeah it's perfect those perfect. lyrics those it. lyrics 
I actually now really want to see this on Broadway because the music is so good. Oh, yeah. I think it will be able to carry. Well, and that was the thing too, is they released the kind of teaser trailer for the musical and it looks outstanding. Really? Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, wait, and then there's that so, lullaby. It's like, do, do, do. Oh, yeah. Kind of creepy, though. Yeah. Once upon a December. Yeah. It I mean, is just weird. the whole scene is really creepy, kind of. I mean, just, it reminds me of the that one ride in Disney World in the Haunted Mansion with, like, the ghosts dancing everywhere. I don't like the Haunted Mansion. I don't even think I know the Haunted Mansion. I don't know Disneyland very well, but that's okay. Disney World. <laughs> oh, I've never been to Disney World, so I know yeah. that even less. <laughs> um, okay, so l- let's talk about how, why this film was so important to us as children, because it was it was really very meaningful, and I I don't know why it really was. There were so many other movies that we watched, <laughs> some of which we've already mentioned, but this movie really stuck out at least for, like, our two families, is one that was, like, this is it. This is our movie. <laughs> I think it was mostly because we turned it into a game. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, wonder, a doubt. I wonder how we came up with the game, though. Like, I've thought about that recently. I was like, what made us one day be like, we're going to act this movie out now? <laughs> well, I, I remember because we would conflate it with uh, King Arthur. <laughs> the video was mostly, like, we were very into this idea of creating love stories. And so, like, we didn't know, I guess, that, like, King Arthur had many women that floated in his life. <laughs> and we were just like, Anastasia. <laughs> so, so we go to McDonald's play places and stay there yeah. for hours. Like, in retrospect, I'm like, what are our mothers doing? <laughs> like, we would spend hours at this play place. <laughs> they got their day done by just keeping us at McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, like, our thing, though. McDonald's Play Plays, King Arthur's Court, slash Anastasia. It's also, I think it kind of shows how big of dorks we all were, that even at a young age, we were, like, kind of historical, you know? Like, we were meshing these two different, like, worlds from the past in a McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Total nerd alert. Yes. Like, the ultimate nerd alert. Yes. Um... Okay, but this film it is also very good. Like, I, I'm thinking about, like, her whole progression as a character, Anya and Anastasia, whichever one. And what I, like, one of my particular favorite songs is, like, if I can learn to do it, you can learn to do it. And I feel like I want to sing that to my students all the time because it really is so empowering, you know? And it's like, if someone else can do it, yeah, I can do it too. Oh, yeah. So good. Wow. Like sassy and kind of rough around the edges, she is. She's not your typical princess, obviously. She doesn't even know she's a princess, but um, but at the same time, she still has a lot of uh, feminine inside her. Like, you know, she, I feel like she's always like twirling around and you know, yes, and singing and dancing and yeah, falling in love. Oh my gosh. Okay. Another really big dorky moment of my life. If we're going to talk about, you know, us being younger and not quite as we are now. So the first time I like flew by myself, like internationally, I was on my way to Spain and I flew through Paris and I like didn't even leave Charles de Gaulle airport. 
But I was in the airport. I was 17. I sat down with my journal and literally wrote, <laughs> Perry holds the key to your heart. Like I wrote out the lyrics. <laughs> and I still have this notebook. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest jerk. <laughs> the majority of my travels, like in terms of selecting places, they've been because of movies I saw as a kid that have like no relation or relevance to like the actual location like like hong kong is a fascinating place but the reason i wanted to go there was rush hour too like that is 100 oh guys rush hour is another movie that I, watched. <laughs> I know we're just making a list of movies we really need to watch <laughs> and then pokemon let's not forget that <laughs> never forget pokemon we also had like a special breakfast for when Digimon like made its debut, yes. and then Digimon was so bad. And we're like, I think I try to block that out, but we had a really fun breakfast. Like <laughs> everyone came over super early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. We had a great time when we were children, and it's interesting that so much media did like play a role, you know? Because I think that like we really connected with this movie. I think Mulan was also something I remember dancing in our okay. family room. Or, Kelly, like, if you come to visit L.A., we can go on a studio tour. And truly, every time I'm on a studio lot, I think cats don't dance. Like, I only think cats don't dance. <laughs> Which is, like, a... <laughs> Annie, and do you also remember when the Lake Theater in Oak Park would do those, like, Wednesday movies in the summer uh-huh. for, like, a dollar? And it would be, like, four groups of, like, kids coming from the YMCA and, like, daycares. But, like, you, Teddy, and I went, like, when I was in high school... <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, I do remember going to that because we were like really into that movie. <laughs> um, okay, but back to Anastasia. No, I feel like we keep like <laughs> this is what happens when you've shared childhoods. Um, there's just so much because even that got me thinking joint memories, like, it's only joint memories. <laughs> um, but, okay, so this film, there's so much to love about it. Part of what I love is that I thought the voice actors did a great job. Like, Meg Ryan, I thought, gotcha. did a great job as Anya, or Anastasia. And then, um, what's his name? Dimitri John is also... Cusack. What? John Cusack. John Cusack. I don't find him attractive or his voice particularly attractive, but Dimitri is by far the most attractive animated character. 100% agree. (laughs) I mean, he just is. Like, there's almost no comparison. I know. It's so weird and creepy, but it's so true. (laughs) He's a hot cartoon character. The hottest. I mean... Okay, granted, we went to, like, a school that didn't have a real newspaper, but I particularly remember one time in high school where I think, it, weirdly enough, I remember who it was. It was, like, Rachel Bella Cruz and Sheila McEwen who wrote this, like, op-ed piece in Beyond the Clock about how <laughs> Prince Eric was the hottest. <laughs> and I wrote a response. Like, <laughs> I wrote, like, an actual, like, letter to the editor response about how Dimitri was inherently better. <laughs> he struggled <laughs> and like it wasn't all given to him <laughs> like, I love this that's what the, like people care about to write op-eds about at an all-girls school 
really hope somewhere in our house we have a copy of that be- that seminal issue of Beyond the Clock. <laughs> I really hope so too, so that we can upload it to our Facebook page and people can see how how intelligent you were at such a young age. How <laughs> well constructed arguments you just spring forth. Oh my gosh, ridiculous! Yeah. yeah. And what's what's the name of the dude that's like the the guy the guide through the Russian royal family? Isn't it Vlad? Yeah, Vlad. Vlad. But I, okay, I also really like the the song that he sings. Like, I never should have let them dance, and it's like, oh yeah, that's so sweet. I mean, it is a really stellar voice cast because then it's also it's. Uh, Christopher Lloyd and Hank Azaria. I mean, like, we haven't even really talked about, like, Bartok with that as, like, a <laughs> sort of, like an, an important figure. Um, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't, I hate the um, animal sidekicks in every single movie. <laughs> but, I mean, I know they're supposed to provide comedic relief, but, oh my gosh, they're so annoying. Wait, Kelsey Grammer vo- voiced Vladimir? How did you not know this? Bernadette Peters was Sophie? Yeah, again, how did you not know this? Angela Lansbury? I was literally just... (laughs) Angela Lansbury was in this movie. I'm going to get angry. I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that. But also, Kirsten Dunst is the young Anastasia. Yeah. Okay, I obviously, like, have been out of it. (laughs) That's nuts. Who's your favorite character, Cal? Anastasia. <laughs> or Dimitri. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so... Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I can't believe I haven't even talked about this. The, the end is the best part because she saves herself. She saves him. Yeah. It's true. She does save him. She pretty much makes it clear from the get-go that she doesn't need saving to him. Go, yeah. girl, go. Oh. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I also want to take a moment to appreciate the dress she wears, the navy blue <gasps> one with the updo. I'm not going to lie, and this is still the case, if I were to ever go to the Academy Awards, and I felt this way since I was like nine years old, I'm like, that's my dress. <laughs> 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 Did you know though that the yellow dress that she wears? Oh, it was yeah. like based off of a, a dress that she actually wore. It was like one of the last um, photographs oh, like, that they took of her, and it's the dress is really similar to it. Gorgeous. Oh. She was much younger, but yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That's so, that is fascinating. Oh my gosh. Everything about it is so good. I mean, maybe the history is not, you know, the actual history, but. Yeah. I firmly believe that Rasputin made a pact with the devil to take down the Romanov family. So I don't know what you're talking about, about any history. (laughs) Um. I think, though, Anastasia kind of sparks interest in that piece of history. It did for me anyways. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I always really like um, movies that are based on true events. I think that always – I mean, it leads you to find, want to 
real story and everything. And like, I even remember, I think in high school, we had a read for summer reading, like a book. Yes, we Maybe did. It was, was it like Alexander about the... It was about her mom, I think. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was... Like, I loved reading that book. And it was like a... I mean, obviously fiction, but... Um, it was oh. like firsthand... It was like in first person and... Right? Wasn't it? it yeah. It was it, it, it was written by a historian. I forget that woman's name. She's really a great author. Um, she also wrote a yeah. big one about Marie Antoinette that I loved. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yes. now I'm, like, really upset that I don't know. Okay. But I agreed, Kel. That book was so good. Yeah, I um, really liked that. Yeah, because it made the history, like, real, and it made, like, high school girls invest, I feel like, in that story. Um, mm-hmm. Where, like, now being a teacher, I see how hard it is to get students to care, you know, about yeah. anything. So, yeah. and we all really cared about it. Um, anyway, so we're about, we're like 25 minutes in, so it's probably time for Radical Honesty. So, (laughs) Kel, Radical Honesty is a time where we air our grievances or say something dorky like reading from my journal when I was 17. (laughs) Um, But anything that you just have to be radically honest about. (laughs) I can start. (laughs) Um, Radically honest. um, I had parent-teacher conferences yesterday. And people are really weird. Like, adults, adult humans, these parents are all very strange. And it's, a lot of them are super kind. But, like, we... So all the teachers after parent-teacher conferences, like, went to get drinks. And this happens at, like, every school. So know this when you guys are parents and, like, meet with your teachers for parent-teacher conferences. They will talk about you afterwards. Like, hands down. We did it last night. We talked about the weirdest parents and, like, families and then, you know, like, our favorite ones. But, like, yes, we definitely talk about people. So there's my radical honesty. And there's one woman in our school, a mom, who is truly crazy. And she actually, like, I had her daughter as a student last year. And yesterday, like, this other teacher came in and was like, oh, this mom, like, was yelling at me and told me I'm the only teacher in the school her daughter has a problem with. And I was like, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. She called me and said the exact same thing to me last year. And, you know, she's crazy, whatever, so... It's just, it's interesting. Anyway, there's my radical honesty. Probably will be the one to deal with this soonest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it's going to come before I know it. It's true. Oh my gosh. He's already so big, it's crazy. Yeah, oh he's God. so cute. Yeah, I hear him crying right now. Oh no! <laughs> he wants his mama. <laughs> Bring him on the podcast. So uh, I, I would say my moment of radical honesty was okay. So you might have seen it online. It was like now I feel like it's being spread everywhere. There was an expert giving an interview to the BBC, and then his kids walked into the office, and it like he like pushed them aside, and it's like the funniest. Oh my gosh, I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's so 
funny, but what really bothers me is that I saw this and I was like, if it was like a female expert and her kids came in, they would be like, this woman is so unprofessional. And I think the guy is getting a lot of slack because he's a guy. He's like a good dad who works from home. And I was like, ugh, none of this nonsense. I actually saw like some people making comments about how like they didn't like how he kind of just brushed them aside and whatever. Like Oh, that he didn't, like, take them in his arms? I mean, not like that, but, like... But honestly, like, that is... Realistically, that is what parents do. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like... I, that didn't bother me. I'm like, this kid... Like, this kid is not supposed to be in here right now. <laughs> the best part of that video is definitely the like the baby on his, like, roller. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like... <laughs> I kind of liked at the end when the mom just, like, reached in again and closed the door, just, like, trying to stay out of the camera. <laughs> and it being, like, way too late. <laughs> I need to watch this video. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's funny. It's, like, the only thing on the internet right now. I think you forget that, like, I'm off of Facebook and Instagram. You're so superior. Oh, it's Lent. It's Lent. So good. It's a good one. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna break it when I'm in Singapore. I'm gonna. I decided. I told people I'm gonna Instagram yeah. once a day. Like I have good. to. When do you leave? Friday. Awesome. I know. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Are you going with anyone? Yeah, I'm going with a friend from work. So, two wow. teachers getting out, bollying it up. Followers. It'll be great. It will. All right, so we need Kelly's moment of radical honesty. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, even though my son was really, really sick on Wednesday, like, not moving, and all he wanted to do was sleep on me, I, like, really loved it. <laughs> I, I mean, he's not really a snuggler, but, like, I like just being able to a really, really, really long time and just watch TV <laughs> instead of, like... <laughs> I mean, as much... I hated seeing how miserable he was, but I loved the snuggling because I didn't have to sing songs and I didn't have to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, that is amazing! <laughs> oh my God. That, I think, is, like, my favorite... Uh, what's it called? Testimony is the wrong word. Confession? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing because I feel like it's so real like that probably was so real yeah oh that's awesome okay well so let's it's over now it's short lived <laughs> I know no yeah, longer was bad. <laughs> so funny um okay so let's finish up our discussion of Anastasia by talking about whether or not we think kids today should see this movie how often they should see it? Should they take it on as much as we did? Like all those. Flush it Identity. Out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I said it before, like it's um it sparks interest in history too. Um, some curiosity in that time period time period. So um and I also think that it was one of um 21st or 2020th century Fox, I don't know, whatever. Um, their last 
one of their last 2D animation movies. Yeah. Two before going into, like, the computer animated. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, this movie, I think, was a combination of hand-drawn and computer animation. Because most movies after, Beauty and the Beast was the first movie to really combine them both. And after that, like, there weren't really any studios that did strictly hand-drawn. I don't think. Okay. But yeah, no. You know more than me. <laughs> but in terms of the stylization, it's true. It is yeah. really interesting and important. It marks a specific time. Mm-hmm. In animation, yeah. Eleanor? Well, I, going off of what Kelly said, I would absolutely agree. What was so perfect about it is, like, the girl doing it on her own. Like, she's very independent. It's historical. And argue like I think films, even if they are, they'll never be historically accurate, but mm. they do spark interest, and that's valuable. That's so valuable. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. So I, I mean, just to kind of echo what you guys have said, I think that this is, I think it was probably a powerful movie for all of us because you, we could not, obviously, not only um, like saw the movie and enjoyed it, but we also wanted to put ourselves in her shoes, and she was. She had a lot of agency, this character, you know? Like, she she makes the decision. She kind of moves the story along. At the end, she saves the day. She saves herself and someone else. Um, and she chooses love over money, you know? Like, all of these good things. And, like, we... What's kind of so powerful to me is we all wanted to be her. So much so, so that we, like, created this little world inside of our friendship to be her world. Yeah, we acted it out all the time. Right. Which I think yeah. is really I cool. I remember if I was Anastasia or Anya. Who was Anastasia? Oh, yeah, we did them. We did, them. We did both of them. <laughs> <laughs> we were being wow. children. <laughs> yeah, and I was like the Dowager Princess, wasn't I? Or like the Dowager? Yeah. I think I've always wanted to be like a really classy 85 year old woman. Oh, and also, I didn't. Um, Alexandra was one of. Um, Queen Victoria's granddaughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all married their cousins on the red. So many connections. <laughs> so many good things. Wait, okay, Kelly, before we kind of wrap up here, I actually have a question for you. Does has Because your little sister, Emma, is an eighth yeah. grader, so she's, like, quite a bit younger yeah. than us. Has she seen this movie? I don't know, actually. I think that, because she was born in 2003. And, like, I always wonder, because we, like, lived off of Disney movies and, you know, animated films. But, you know, I, I don't think she's seen, like, a lot of them. That's actually, I'll have, to, I'll have to see. Oh, my gosh. Annie, what we really need to do is, like, watch a movie with Emma and then ask her about it. It's, like, a first-time, like, teenage viewer. Yes. That's so fun. Yeah, no, but it is interesting because it's it's even hard. Like you say that, but it's hard for me to imagine a Dunaway sister not having seen Anastasia. Agreed. But like, I get, I I understand that in practice because Emma was born when I was a freshman in high school. So like she wasn't coming to our sleepovers. <laughs> I feel like she grew up faster too. I don't know. Yeah, just because she had a lot of older siblings. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. Watching the movies we watched. Right. <laughs> high school, I, sh- I wonder if she feels the same way about, like, High School Musical. 
You know, like, that mm. might be the case. Yeah. Yeah. But I, okay, anyway. Because that, that when she was, like, three or four. We need to, yeah. um, have yeah. a whole nother episode, obviously, between us, because we mentioned, like, five movies that we all loved in our childhood that we need to get back to in the future, so Kelly will be a recurring guest. Um, Particularly when she launches her blog, which I'm, like, super jazzed about. Yes. When you launch the blog, you are on it, girl. Yeah, I gotta get to that. <laughs> in addition to everything else. In my I know, I know. So much. And I can't imagine adulting with like a one and a half year old. No. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot, but it's good stuff. You're making it look easy. Um, oh, thank you. Okay, so before we sign off, we always say where in the world we'd want to be right now. So, any particular spots? Um, I really just want to be back at my honeymoon spot in Mexico. And I want the Sun Beach and Open Bar. (laughs) (laughs) Those Snapchats from John were potentially my favorite things ever. So Kelly's husband, John, (laughs) Snapchatted her being like having the best time of her life on their honeymoon. (laughs) My favorite were the ones where you were like dancing or singing. Those were the best. (laughs) Literally just all day long. We definitely took advantage of that open bar, that's for sure. That's perfect. Oh, my gosh. You got to do on your honeymoon. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say, for me right now, weirdly enough, I would like, like to be possibly in Boston or New York, even though I know it's cold, but I want to, or like Chicago, like I want to be in a place that celebrates St. Patrick's Day because that is like not something that happens in LA. And people yeah. keep trying to tell me, they're like, oh, there's this one bar where you can get Irish coffee. And I'm like, hear yourself, one bar. <laughs> one place, yeah. That's so interesting though, I can't believe that. Well, there's not that, I mean, it, like once you think about the geography of the United States, it makes sense. There was never like really a strong Irish contingent. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. So that's going to be a challenge this week. I'm really just going to have to amp up Friday and like make that my. Oh, yeah. Oh, when is that? I'm taking advantage of that. Tuesday. <laughs> okay. I'm getting myself some pie that day. <laughs> I, always, I always have to have the food of whatever national food day it is. <laughs> that's commitment. I feel like I'm obligated to do Oh, yeah, I'm bringing some into the office for sure. You guys are committed. I'm not going to even say happy pie day to my students. <laughs> You're a bad teacher. We all know that. I feel like all of our listeners on this podcast know that. Um, but, okay, if I could choose to be anywhere, I think I would choose to, like, skip ahead a week, two weeks at this point, and be in Bali. I'm just, like, really feeling the vibe that I'm getting from looking at pictures. And, like, I was telling Eleanor earlier today, like, they apparently do yoga just, like, everywhere, and massages are everywhere, and it's really cheap, and there's, like, beach and mountains and pretty things, so I'm ready. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited. It's so soon. Okay, anyway, this was lovely. Follow us. Talk to us. Oh, goodness. Sorry. 
my roommate is texting me, and so it keeps, like, pinging on the computer. <laughs> it's like, boom. Oh, see, I was like, oh, no, is that me? But no, I'm glad to know it's your fault. Oh, it's all my fault, as always. Um, but follow Kelly on Instagram. Her handle is the homestet. So the end of that is S-T-E-T-T. Correct. Yep. And it's awesome. She gives awesome tips, and her home is so beautiful. You are so crafty. It's amazing. Um, And follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. We're bad at the Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) It's because neither of us tweet normally. Never been a Twitter person. I know. I just I can't get into it. Also, Eleanor, my students have suggested post the Lego Batman movie that we should switch our format into YouTube because they think we'd be more successful. Cool. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) But then, then, like, here's the problem is people can't see me right now, and that would require showering. (laughs) You're so funny. No, I don't. Is this one of those things where you wear a nice top and get your makeup done, but then wear nothing on the bottom? <laughs> that would be exactly what it becomes. So just my luck, I would like stand up accidentally. <laughs> like I know myself too well. <laughs> I would somehow ruin this. That is so funny. Well, anyway, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. Can't wait to have fun. you again. Awesome. Woohoo! Bye guys. Bye. Bye.